Welcome to Marketing Unfiltered, where I ditch the highlight reel and share the unfiltered truth about how to get clients online. The good, the bad, and the OMG, thank God I'm not the only one. I'm Sophia Para. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Marketing Unfiltered. I haven't done that in a while. That felt pretty good. Okay, today is another quick hit. I want to talk about, okay, let me give you some backstory. I've said this a couple times on the podcast, but I'm going to elaborate a little bit today. I am doing a crap ton of audits right now. (laughs) And I think I said this as well before, I didn't, I was kind of expecting maybe like 35 people to opt in to take advantage of an annual member audit, but like we had like 78 people opt in. So I had made space for like... 30, which I even think was quite a bit. I think I overestimated how long it would take. But 78, I was not expecting. And so I have been doing a lot of audits and seeing a lot of the same mistake or the same things I would want to address in a session with someone. So I thought I would devote an episode to the most common red flags that I have seen auditing at this point close to 60 feeds in the last like two and a half months. Yeah. And like I said, my brain is kind of hurting with the audits. I think I have 18 left. (laughs) No, is that right? Yeah. About 18 left. So I'm nowhere close to even being done, but this is what I'm seeing a lot of. And I just wanted to have an episode where I was just going down the list and addressing these things because I think think this will be really helpful if even a couple of these things on are addressed. If any of these things resonate with you and you addressed even just a couple of them, I just think it will really help. So let's just let's just go ahead and dive in. Well, we won't even get into any small talk today, mainly because I have nothing interesting to say. I've been behind my computer computer auditing for like 75 years. <laughs> okay. So red flag number one, and this is such a big one. Everyone listen up. I almost can guarantee every single person on this, like listening to this can probably relate to this. You are forgetting to sell, all right? You have got all this free value, but you have, or I have no idea how to work with you. And I think that I'm not talking about literally having a sales post where buy now to get this bonus or five days left before this close. Like, I'm not talking about that. Selling for me is not just about pitching a sale. For me, selling is about being very freaking clear about how I can work with you, right? And there are a couple of places that I coach people on to just have these things live on your feed so that people know what you do aside from your content, right? So for me, the best place to sell is in your Instagram story, whether that's share. I, I actually have a few, a few episodes ago, I actually shared different kinds of Instagram stories you can be sharing every single week to make sure what you sell is clear. But aside from the content that you're creating, you can also have a designated highlight living at the top of your feed that shares the results that you create in your programs and in your coaching. And, and like I said, in your Instagram story, you can be like selling pretty much every single day just with the stories that you're telling. You can also have a pinned post where you have clear ways to work with you, like three ways to work with me and make it a carousel. And each slide goes into your VIP days, your one-on-one coaching, your membership, whatever it might be. You can also have a work with me highlight where you do the exact same thing in your highlight. 
my point is I do not – in so many feeds that I was looking at, I could not understand how to work with this person. And when I do not understand how to work with this person, I do not have context into what working with you looks like. So I can't visualize it or fantasize about it. Like some people are on your page with the intention of hiring a coach like you one day, but maybe they're not feeling ready yet. If you give them that visual as soon as they come onto your page, while I am absorbing your content, I'm also like seeing you as that coach, seeing you as that person for me. And that is one very easy way to position yourself as a go-to coach for someone, right? So again, aside from the content you're creating that makes it really clear how to work with you and what working with you looks like, I have so many freaking ways to do this, by the way. If you want an episode just on that, please DM me and make a request. But aside from that, how can you put some evergreen pieces of content like in your highlights and your pin posts How can you put some stuff on your page that gives me the information I need to actually visualize you as the expert you are in a working session, right? Where can you just give me that visual? Like I said, in a highlight or a pin post or something that just gives me the information I need so I can understand what that looks like, okay? So number one, you're using this platform, not just to share free value, you are using this platform to actually attract clients. So we have to have those visuals so that we can give context as to what that looks like. Similarly speaking, I've also noticed people are feeling, okay, so number two, (laughs) the second red flag, and this is something that I didn't see at all in my first batch of audits, but now in my second batch of audits, I'm seeing this a lot. So I find that kind of interesting as well. So this might not be an everyone problem, but I am seeing this a lot recently. I'm seeing people very, very good at the relatable content and the inspirational storytelling and all that stuff that this is me, this is what I'm like, this is what I believe content. I think that stuff is very, very important. So I'm cheering you on with regards to that type of content. While that is very great, now I am losing the value and the tips and the things like that. Now, I almost, I think I know why this is happening. There's a lot of messaging out there being like, don't like stop teaching value, stop giving it all away, blah, 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 blah. And I think a lot of this is because there was a period when we went almost too far in that direction where everyone was just coming on every day and just sharing tips all the freaking time. And I think there are certain business models like mine. I'm an education-based business. So I have to do share that kind of content because you have to know that I know my shit. You have to know that I know more than you do. So for me, that is an important part of my brand. But for a lot of coaches, they don't really feel they, – they, they get confused about the value. They're like, they should hire me if they're going to get that stuff. And I agree with you, but I also think that we're misunderstanding the point of sharing that value, right? When you share tips and value, and again, you don't have to do this every single day, but I would do this every week. When you share tips and value, a couple of things are happening. One, I am seeing what you know, and I'm seeing very clearly that you know more than I do, and that feels comforting if I'm going to hire you. I'm also very impressed with what you are sharing. I'm feeling impacted by your tips because I'm trying them out or they're providing clarity for me and I'm having aha moments 
and I'm excited about them. So now I am seeing you as someone who, damn, like I get so much just from following her. I can't even imagine what I'm going to get if I hire her, right? So that conversation is happening in my head. But the more important reason is now you are giving me context into what you are a go-to coach for, right? Now I understand when I am struggling with fill in the blank, I know you are someone I would hire to help me solve that problem because you create content that helps me at least chip away at that problem, right? At least understand that I need to solve that problem or understand a couple of things I might do to start solving that problem. But if I really want to eliminate that problem, if I really want to address it, I'm going to go to the person who I see as an expert on solving that problem. And it's going to be you because you are proving to me every day with your content that that is what you do, right? So I understand the tendency to not want to share tips and value and all that stuff. Maybe you feel like they should hire you for that. Maybe some coach told you to stop doing that. Maybe you started to resent it a little bit because you felt like you were just giving so much away. Like, I don't know what the experience is around that or why I've seen so many steer away from it, but that is the value of it, right? I hope now you understand why we do it so that at least you can be like, oh, that makes sense. Okay, maybe I can bring a little bit more back into my presence, even if it's not daily. Again, you don't have to share tips every single day, but it does provide value and bring the right kind of attention back to your business because it helps you position yourself as a very specific kind of expert so that the right kind of people see you as that expert and can see you as that go-to coach, right? So yeah, so that is the lacking of the value and leaning more towards these like funny, relatable reels and which I love and don't get rid of them because they provide a different purpose, right? That is the engagement and discovery and the human to human connection. That's what that gives you. But the value gives something else. All right. Okay. Number three, you're using very complicated words. (laughs) And I'm not saying that I don't know what your words mean. I am saying they are long and they are clunky and my brain will not pick them up in a scroll. So please stop. <laughs> Here, here's a here's a tip that has served me very well. Use words a fourth grader would use. And again, it's not because your audience is dumb. It's because we are coming into these platforms busy. We are coming into these platforms with crowded brains. And when you use words a fourth grader would use, it makes it more possible and likely that I will pick them up in a scroll. And if it is something I need that day and in that moment, I will stop to read it. Now, if that word is clunky and long and complicated, it is less likely that I will pick it up in a scroll. I will probably scroll right past it because I will not feel like something my brain who's looking to turn off can absorb and I will just keep going, right? So stop with the complicated words. Even if your target audience uses complicated words, I still, I still would bring it back to simplicity, especially in those, if they're quote cards and cover photos and things like that, maybe in the caption you want to, I mean, I don't know why you would need to do that, but I'm sure there's arguments for all of these things, right? But Think about the scroll. This is the value of graphics and carousels and things like that. It's scroll appeal, okay? And 
if your scroll, if people are not stopping to read your content in a scroll, there's no point in even creating content. So the purpose is to simplify for our brains that are busy and overwhelmed and have turned to platforms like social media to turn off. So we need to be met in that energy. Okay. All right. Mistake number four, (laughs) there's a lack of you. So earlier I talked about the lack of value and now this is for the people who who do a ton of value, but then don't want to share their personal life and their personal stories. And they don't want to talk about what they're doing day to day. And they don't want to share a picture of their dog sometimes, or they don't want to like do some kind of silly reel, you know, whatever it is. Like they have all kinds of reasons. Like, why would anyone care about that content? Why does he even care what I do? Like, I'm here to I'm just want to use this for my business. I don't know why anyone. Oh, someone once told me, and I quote, my personal life is personal. Like it's my private, like this is not for a public platform. I get it. But here's the thing. This is social media. If I don't feel you in my scroll, you're literally missing the point. If I don't feel the social side of you, the behind the scenes, the human connection side of you, it's truly not that's just not what the platform was designed for, right? You're thinking of social media marketing like traditional marketing, and it's just not. There's a reason this is outperforming traditional marketing, and it has been for years, because there's a different side that is being communicated with this platform. And when we avoid ourselves, when we avoid sharing ourselves, we we miss that. And again, the value is important too. I just talked about that, but it will fall flat when it's all that you do. In other words, this is kind of the same note. It's really about both of those sides serve a purpose, right? Now that we're talking about the lack of you, when we miss you in it, like this is the part, let me, let me explain this a different way. I don't engage with you because I like your tips. I engage with you because I like you. So how am I going to get to know you so that I can like you so that I can spend the time to absorb your tips and your value, right? That's the personal content. That's the relatable content. That's the value of that content. If you're on the opposite of the side of the spectrum and you post a ton of value, but you avoid the personal stuff, this is, this is what you're missing here, right? Because you want me to connect with you, the human, so that I like want to engage with you right? That is the part that is going to increase engagement because you are creating a human connection with the people who are following you and seeing your stuff. Okay. I feel like I've talked about that a lot, so I will move on. But if you've got questions about that, let me know. Oh, okay. The next mistake, I think I'm on mistake number five is dated highlights. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I'm guilty of this too, but oh my words, some people are sharing highlights that literally date back to like the early 1900s. (laughs) And I think a lot of this is because we're missing the point of highlights. Highlights are an extension of your bio, but what I think people are using them as is like a place for people to binge highlights or binge my content, right? I'm seeing a lot of people create highlights and like share a bunch of posts to their highlights. So it's kind of like, oh, if you go to this highlight, you're going to see all of my content tips where I talk about this topic, right? You're essentially creating a guide. Like, do we still have guides? I I feel like no one uses guides anymore. Yeah, we still have guides. 
you're essentially trying to create a guide, but that's but use a guide if you want to do that. A highlight needs to have a job, right? It has a role in your content. Okay, let me break this down a little bit further, actually. I think there's a few highlights that everyone needs to have. There's a results highlight where you share screenshots of happy clients, sharing their results with you through DMs and emails and things like that. Make sure you keep them anonymous if you have not been given permission to share their stuff. I also think that there is a start here highlight, and the start here highlight is designed to share your lead magnet. And I also think there is a work with me highlight, which is designed to share how to work with you and the different ways to work with you. Okay. Those are three highlights I really do think every business should have sitting at the top of their feed. But let me be clear these are highlights that are created and not added to except for the results highlight. It'd be great if you kept adding testimonials and results to that highlight. But the start here highlight, once you create that, you don't keep adding to it. It just stays there. It's the start here highlight and it's driving traffic to a lead magnet. That's what the start here highlight's for. The work with me highlight, you don't add to that. I don't need you to keep talking about your clients working with you in there. That's what the results highlight's for. Work with me highlight is the different ways to work with you, different ways to take the next step with you, and then you're done. Stop adding to it. Again, it's a highlight with a job. We are not creating highlights to people are not sitting there binging your highlights. I, it just that's not how we use them anymore. Right now, we are giving our highlights jobs, and their job is to either give people clarity or information on what they need to know to take another step with you, or to actually create an action like the start here button, which is designed to get people to sign up for your lead magnet or DM you or however you've decided to do it with your strategy. But those are the highlights. You do not need a highlight where you shared a bunch of inspirational quotes three years ago and it's still there. You do not need a highlight of your dogs unless your dog is a highly commented on subject. Then it might bring some layers to who you are as a person and that can be good. Like I have highlights about my travels, but the reason I have that is because that is a huge part of my life, right? Like I didn't grow up in the States. I grew up where I'm from. I didn't, I grew up moving constantly. And now after like 10 years of being grounded in New York city, I'm now in Europe again and I'm traveling again. And it's a huge part of my personality and my life. And it helps people get to know me. And so that it's also happens to be data wise, something that I get a lot of engagement on. A lot of people talk to me for the very first time because of my travels. And so that has given me data as well, that on top of it just being a part of my life, the data is there that people are interested in it. So I'm going to create highlights about my travels because that is something I can see people binging on and also getting a sense of who I am. Before I was traveling, I did that with my dogs. Like I got a lot of comments with my dogs because they're really funny. (laughs) So that I would have a highlight about my dogs, right? But I'm not just doing this randomly. I'm not just like, oh, I I went to on a trip seven years ago. I'll have a highlight about that because that was a fun trip, right? If it's not adding layers to your personality, your life, I don't know that that's the right highlight, right? Again, highlights are an extension of your bio, right? So we don't have many, we can't fit many characters into a bio. So what would you add? Like if you could what would you want to add? What would you want people to know? Like come at it from that angle when deciding on your highlights. You also don't need a highlight full of random tips. That's another thing I saw. Like I said, I used to, I've changed my tune on highlights a little bit. I used to think that you could just do a lot of tips up there. I don't think that anymore. Actually, I would rather you just be repetitive in your content because like I said, 
I don't think people are going to highlights to binge content. I think your highlights are there to give people clarity or to get an action. And I don't want people to spend time using it for other things because now we're just cluttering up the top of your feed instead of being very, very clear about what you are an expert on, who you are as a person, and how to take the next steps with you. Okay, mistake number six, you're holding back. We hold back on sharing very strong opinions because we're afraid of what people will think. But now what ends up happening is you sound like everyone else. Share what you think. And if you're not sure what you think, that is your next step. Now, if you're one of those people and you're and you're not sure what you think, you're like, okay, that's my next step. Here are some questions to consider in getting clear about what you think and what your beliefs are within your industry. And again, I just want to I want to be clear. When I say like share your beliefs and share those opinions, I'm not talking about like you know, I'm not saying share your religious beliefs or your political beliefs. Like if that's part of your brand, that's part of your brand. But if it's not, I just want to be clear. I'm not necessarily saying that if that's not part of your content necessarily. I'm saying like to consider the strong beliefs you have within your industry. Like people will, you know, there's a lot of myths in certain industries. There's a lot of uh, things that coaches suggest people do within your industry that you might that might really piss you off that you might think is actually unethical and and bad and dangerous, right? Like those are the kinds of beliefs I'm talking about. So if you are if you need to discover what these things are, ask yourself these questions. Number one, what seems broken in your industry? And number two, what things do you want to lovingly shake some sense into your clients about, right? Like what are your clients doing or being resistant over that you just wish you're like, oh my gosh, if you would just listen to me. <laughs> like, and again, it's all with love, right? But but you know those things, right? This is really what our belief content is. This is what you put a flag in the sand around and you say, this is what I believe. This is what I'm about. If you're not in line with these things, you're probably not the client for me. That's really what we're talking about with that. And then consider what those things are in the least filtered way possible. Like how would you word it if you did not care what people thought about you? Like take those beliefs and how would you put that on a quote card in a way where it was just like, I don't freaking care. I don't care if I'm going to be judged for this. Like, this is what I think. I'm not. So, so for example, what I mean by that is like, for me, I swear a lot. <laughs> and I think there's a lot of things I would say that I would just naturally put swear words into. Now, for me, I'm okay with swearing. And I think that's fine. That's who I am. So if I put a swear word on the internet, I don't care. But there's some of you that you know that's not what you want to do. And your ideal audience doesn't swear either. That's fine. So now... Write it down in the most unfiltered way possible and then just edit it like so that you take out the things that you're like, oh, that's not what I want to do. Like if you have a swear word in there, cross out the swear word. But just by getting it out into a notebook and like a, I don't care what people think, this is what I think kind of way, it really helps you get to the core of what that belief was and just cut out all the fluff. So that's what I'm trying to help you do. But more than anything, we need to stop holding back on these beliefs. This is what's going to make you stand out from someone else because you're being clear about where you stand. I've seen a lot of content just be very fluffy, really skirt around the point because they don't want to offend or they don't want any pushback. 
And that's what I'm trying to get you to avoid. All right. So yes, those are the biggest mistakes that I've seen. And of course, if you get an audit from me, my objective is to give you very specific to you advice and tips on how to rectify that. So we spent a lot of time coming up with content ideas to be more specific and content strategies and just ways for me to actually say, okay, here's the problem that I am seeing. Here's what I would do instead. Have you ever thought about doing X, Y, and Z, right? So the audit is, this was a, an audit for my go-to coach club members, but you can, if you're looking for an actual audit, which we do sell, the extra step that I take in the audit is that I actually look at your data. So I will not just be looking at the content. I'm going to look at your data and your analytics and give you also data-driven feedback on your content so that we can make not just my hunches as a content expert, like I'm not just there to give you ideas on how to show up more intentionally and strategically, but also we're going to look at what the fuck the data says because really that is a very important factor and one that a lot of people don't even know how to read. So if you are interested in audit, I'll drop the link in the show notes, but this is just another example of what we do inside of the GoTo Coach Club, right? The GoTo Coach Club is like every single thing on this list that we talked about is something that we provide tools, resources, and coaching around inside of the club, which you can join for as little as $99 a month. So again, the doors for the club are closing on April 26th. And we used to have it open all year long so you could join whenever you wanted to, but now you will only be able to join three times a year. So the doors are closing for April 26th and it's gonna we're gonna start only opening it a few times every year. So if you have been on the fence about it, maybe it's time to consider joining us. I know that I would love to have you. But either way, I hope this was helpful. And please, 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 if you found one of these particularly useful and you want me to elaborate on something, DM me. Say, I just listened to this episode and I really am struggling with fill in the blank And then let me see if I can support you further or create another episode for you or just talk that out with you. I create these episodes to help you, right? To help you get clarity or to make, to take the next step forward. And I invite you to message me and communicate with me so that I can actually do that. All right, my friends, I have 18 more audits to do, so I got to run. But per usual, I loved hanging with you. I cannot wait to see how you take these changes and run with them. And I can't wait to hear from you inside of my DMs. So I will see you there and see you on the next one. Give yourself a pat on the back because you made it to the end, which means you gave yourself and your business some time today. If you found this episode helpful, I want you to know your support is what makes it possible for us to keep making it. So it would make my day if you gave us a five-star rating and review. I also want to make sure this podcast actually answers your marketing questions, like for real, for real. So if you're a coach and you've got a marketing question that's keeping you stuck, just DM it to me over at Sophia Para on Instagram. Or if you're in the United States, you can text it to my personal number at 917-810-2418. That way I can share resources or create a future episode just for you. See you on the next one.